One, three. two, three. <laughs> Should we do another one? Okay, wait. Because I had like the split second of like, are we clapping on three or clapping like after three? Oh, you know? Okay, okay. And after then, three. Okay. Okay. Okay, ready? Yeah. One, two, three, clap. Hi, I'm Carmen. I'm Serena. And welcome to Soapbox Shower Thoughts. Happy Happy holidays! holidays. (laughs) Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome. (laughs) Hopefully we were in unison. (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess we should explain why we don't think we are. Because we are in different houses right now. <laughs> we are back in lockdown. Yeah, and we can't see each other, so. So we gotta settle for our tiny pixel screen. Yeah. Um, it's been a hot minute since we recorded. Mm. I was just gonna say, not that we have like thousands and thousands of listeners, but a couple of people have been like, "Oh, when is the next episode?" And I'm like, "I don't know." Yeah. Also, it's like yeah. I didn't realize people cared, so that was kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have we have a handful of people that listen, which is nice. Yeah, so thank you guys for listening. <laughs> yeah, but no, life just kind of happened mm-hmm. near the end of 2020, and it became hard to like coordinate and just find the motivation and yeah. want to record. Yeah. I mean, I think it kind of reflects a lot of um, other habits in life where once you fall off the bandwagon. You kind of like it's like mm-hmm. that all or nothing um, fallacy again, where you're like, oh, well, we already like didn't upload like that Friday, so it like doesn't matter. And then like, yeah, two month, three months later, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we're like, oh, let's let's do it like next week, and then we don't feel well that week, and we're like, okay, yeah. we'll, we'll just yeah. we'll figure out a time. And then, yeah, like, and because we already later. like dropped the ball in a sense, even though it was not really yeah. like, yeah. A big deal yeah. it's like oh well it's fine another week won't make a difference mm-hmm. you're already behind a week mm-hmm. well we're here so yes. i was just gonna ask how your holidays have been so far now that the stress of applications slowly mm-hmm. lifting off your shoulders <laughs> um they've been hard to be mm-hmm. honest mm-hmm. um i think every year the holidays not every year, but, like, recently, mm-hmm. the past, like, six or seven years, they've been pretty hard for me, just because mm-hmm. my family is, I don't know how to say this, <laughs> but they're not, we're not, like, we have our issues, I guess, to say it lightly, mm-hmm. um, and we don't, you know, we, we usually see, like, our extended family, yeah, but we don't really do anything as a nuclear family because of that. Um, so I think this year it's been really hard for me because I haven't been able to go out and have a social life and see my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. How about yeah. you? I, I had to work this holiday, this Christmas, so didn't really do much. Not that there was mm-hmm. much to do because of lockdown. Um, I mean, you don't really sell it. We don't celebrate Christmas really, either yeah. of us. Yeah. I mean, I guess I celebrate like the festivity I, I celebrate it culturally if like gift mm-hmm. giving not um, religiously <laughs> and like you know my family do we still put up a tree mm-hmm. yeah because i have like a lot of i guess childhood friends that mm-hmm. we've been friends for how many years <laughs> like 
18, 19 years, Mm -hmm. which is like a long time. So every time they come back, we like hang out, which is really nice. And it's kind of sad because we don't really have that, even though they are in the area, most of them. Mm -hmm. We just Mm -hmm. can't do that. So I don't know. It's, it's, it has been hard. Yeah. Um, and I guess to any other people who have, you know, dysfunctional families or toxic, you know, environments at home, mm-hmm. take care of yourself. Um, you know, take the time to talk to your friends and reach out if you do feel lonely because you're not the only one going through it. Yeah, I'm sure the holidays are definitely a lonely time for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like you... I guess, do you miss seeing your extended family and, like, having your holiday <laughs> gathering with them? Not really, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I love my extended family, and they're, you know, they're kind and they're family, mm-hmm. but I I don't really, I don't, I don't know. I don't have that connection. I don't feel that, like, sense Closeness, of like oh family yeah. is everything you know yeah blood yeah. blood is everything yeah yeah no I I feel the same way I was kind of mm-hmm. um glad that there was no talk of a zoom Christmas extended family hangout um sorry yeah. I'm working um, no I'm kidding <laughs> but it was I was actually working <laughs> that was um, a good excuse <laughs> um but I do kind of miss like I, I don't miss seeing my extended family per se but I do kind of miss having like I think just having people over and making like a lot of food yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think my favorite things in life are often centered around food but also in terms of like holiday if I had to pick like a holiday tradition that I really like not that they have like strict traditions but just you know like having a big like buffet of food at the mm-hmm. table yeah. I mean it's extra nice because you usually don't have to help I mean, if, you, if you're not hosting it, you know, you like go to someone's house and they have like trays and trays of food. And you're yeah. Like, oh my yeah. God, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like being able to like give people presents and like watch them open it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you do you guys put up a Christmas tree? Are, are, you, a, are you a fan of Christmas tree decorating? Uh, and... Yeah, we had a Christmas tree, but we had to throw it out. Um mm. So we don't have one this year, but we did have one like years before and it was nice, um, like decorating it together as a family, but I don't know. I just feel like this year and last year we've sort of grown apart as a family Mm. compared to previous years. So there's not really an incentive to like go buy another Christmas tree and go through all of that. So Yeah. 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 Meanwhile, I'm like the only one who cares about the Christmas tree and it's like, my parents like having it up, but they don't want to go through the effort of putting it up and like putting the ornaments on. Um, so they just kind of make me do it. But yours isn't um, even that big. It's not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do like the idea though of like kind of collecting my own ornaments this year and last year. Like I got like um, an ornament from like a family friend. Um, mm-hmm. And I kind of like the idea of like having eventually having like a collection mm-hmm. of like one of a kind ornaments like that's only yeah. at my tree on my tree. Yeah, yeah. Um, when when I was a kid, I had a nanny and she was Portuguese, and mm-hmm. they celebrated Christmas very heavily. So like mm-hmm. every year we would like help with the ornaments, and she was like that mom who had like 
a huge box of Christmas mm-hmm. stuff, really, really old ornaments that Aww. she had like up yeah. until when she was a kid. Yeah. Um, and that was like, I still remember like memories of like, you know, going down and decorating the tree. It was really, mm-hmm. oh no, it was a nice time. Yeah. Well, now that the holidays are almost over and mm-hmm. we're nearing January, do you have any New Year's resolutions? I haven't like formally made any yet. Um, it's fun. so it's interesting because me and Serena are kind of like the opposite. Where like I like to like write out and like set New Year's resolutions, but Serena doesn't really believe in New Year's resolutions, which we'll get into in a second. Um, so I haven't like written mine out yet, but I have like a couple like ideas that have been floating around. Mostly like things that I said I was gonna do like last year, but or this year I guess, but didn't do yet. <laughs> Um, so like I always have like my fitness related resolutions. Um, I said I was going to do a, a pull up and a push up by the end of this year. Um, <laughs> I am not halfway to either of those, um, but I did work on it a little bit this year. Those um, are some good resolutions though, or like goals. I, I also thought about uh, how I want to work on replying to my text messages more, <laughs> which is like an ongoing issue that, and I had like a semi like revolutionary not that's not the right word i had a somewhat mind revelation i had a somewhat (laughs) of a revelation the other day where i was like maybe but probably i don't like replying to text messages or like avoid them because it's some like in a way it's like every text is an opportunity for rejection (laughs) because then it's like if you don't it's like almost like if you don't engage and you can't get hurt but then you're actually pushing Mm -hmm. people away Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because then i feel like like with text i feel so much pressure to like be witty or funny or like interesting so then if i don't have anything interesting to say sometimes i like don't reply but then it just kind of like makes the whole problem worse Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i don't think this is anything that i'm like consciously thinking of but like when i like reflect i'm like oh maybe that is maybe subconsciously that's what i'm afraid of yeah i was gonna say it's probably more subconscious mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and it's like probably become a habit now oh 100 like before it was yeah. like conscious but now that yeah. you're like yeah it's a habit of not doing of, it it's like just years perpetuating itself yeah so you just don't end up doing it mm-hmm. and those are really good goals though i think i made a point to my friend the other day where i'm like just so you know, like the length of time it takes me to respond is like not a reflection of how much I like you or don't like <laughs> you, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then I guess I was thinking how like most people probably would interpret it that way. So I most guess people would interpret it that way or wouldn't? Would probably like, oh, she's taking so long to reply. She probably oh. is not as invested in this friendship, which isn't true. Yeah. So I guess maybe as a side note, like both texting people back more but also maybe like making sure that my friends know that they're appreciated yeah yeah Yeah. or like just communicating to them that like what you said that like oh if i don't text you that doesn't mean i i I hate you or whatever but also like (laughs) sorry i know that's like on the end of the spectrum but you know what i mean but also just reiterating that like oh maybe calling works better for me so there's like like compromise instead of putting like all the weight on you that's a, a good point um I guess a good compromise would be like texting to like make plans to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I guess they're your goals of this year and like kind of with next year as well because they weren't really achieved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
when did you ever like make new year's resolutions and was there like a point where like you kind of stopped making them or i guess what is your journey about what is my take about yeah. my journey <laughs> i don't so i was like because you had texted me this like idea of like oh let's talk about this and i'm like okay yeah sure and i started writing like notes and i'm like i cannot ever remember a time where i made a resolution for like a new year except for one time where i was with you when i wanted to squat my weight oh yeah and that oh, was I like in that. 2019 yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and you you wanted to like do a pull-up and i'm like okay i'll like set one too because we're like we like mm-hmm. go to the gym together so i'm mm-hmm. like okay i want to squat my weight and that was the only time i remember actually making like a new year's resolution what about like in school like I don't think I ever know. Mm. And I honestly feel like New Year's resolutions are very, like, the stereotype is, like, you know, you're you're in your 40s, you have, like, a midlife crisis, <laughs> of, like, oh, my God, I'm, like, my life is falling what? apart, I'm, like, gaining weight, I'm, like, not happy, oh so I have God. to, like, do all of these changes. Do you know what I mean? Like, this is, that's the stereotype that I think of. I, I don't think of a teenager being, like, okay, I have to, like, do this. You know, I, that's not the stereotype I think of when yeah. I think of a New Year's resolution. I've- Never really thought there was a stereotype. Um, this is so mean, but like that's just what I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I I'm just a you know unhappy middle aged. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's not like I like consciously. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not consciously like I despise resolutions. I don't believe in them. Like it's not. I don't. That's not my take on resolutions. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that I just like unconsciously don't really care for them and like if I do want to reach a goal it's like at whatever time of the year like if mm-hmm. I think of it then mm-hmm. I you know I, I make a note of it and then I work towards it mm-hmm. um, but do you feel like never... if it's a new year you have like a fresh start not really no that's why I'm like really pissed off at being be, be, uh, <laughs> words. I'm really pissed off at people being like oh COVID's gonna be gone in 2021 like no it's not <laughs> yeah like people are like you know, 2021 is going to be different. We're going to, you know, try to beat this virus, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I think people like, are, are just we actually like going to change optimistic. our behavior to do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I do think that I don't I feel like the majority of people who say that, but I mean, I could be wrong, but I do think that the majority of people who say stuff like that don't genuinely think that like, you know, January 1st, things are going to be like automatically mm-hmm. different. Yeah. But I do think that a new year gives people like a sense of like a new beginning and like, it's like mm-hmm. optics, right? It's like when you like reorganize your room, it's like you have the same furniture, but it feels like different and it feels like you have a new room. <laughs> that's a good and way I of putting almost it. almost feel like that's how I feel. Well, I, at least because that's how I feel about like having a new year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's almost like a good no. excuse to like, you know, start put yourself year. together, <laughs> even though it is like realistically you could do that any day of the year and you shouldn't wait for like a new year to like improve yourself. But I do yeah. like that it's a convenient opportunity. It's like yeah. a good excuse. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't I don't think that there's anything wrong with like being motivated to become a better person. Like there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that's great that people have that motivation within them. I just think that people think that resolutions come easily and then they they just like don't go about it the right way. I think mm-hmm. that people make mm-hmm. goals with the intent of reaching them, but they don't actually know what it takes to reach them. And motivation isn't the only variable that 
plays in changing a behavior Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and a lot of people like go cold turkey yeah which is not exactly the best way to stop doing a behavior it's like you should probably wean off of it and like do it slowly so like those types of things that Mm -hmm. one of my favorite books this year that i read was atomic habits Mm -hmm. Um, and i think something that i quite resonated with is how he said that we should create systems rather Mm -hmm. than goals like we should aim to create systems that make what we want to do like as easy as possible as like a habit rather than like something that you have to spend conscious like willpower to do i agree but i think but it takes a while to get there right yeah but that that's when you like you have to like create an environment that makes it as easy mm-hmm. as possible oh to i do see. it i see yeah so it's yeah. unconscious yeah yeah, yeah yeah i'm i'm sure that's like the goal too as well for a lot of people of like oh i want to go to the gym a lot more you know so Mm -hmm. it's like not an effort whereas like at the end of the year it's like your goal has been reached if it's like something that you enjoy and something you do unconsciously you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i also just want to note that i think people don't make their goals specific enough which Mm -hmm. is why a lot of people fail to reach their resolutions so like saying like i want to i want to be healthier like what does that mean do you want to eat healthier do you want to you know have better mental health like what exactly does that mean um i did a really cool project in this seminar class i took um called behavior modification and Mm -hmm. we basically like chose a behavior that we wanted to increase or decrease and we had to like implement an intervention um and make that goal really specific so you know what um what is it called smart goals yes specific measured i I don't know what the rest is but realistic mm -hmm. and timeline i think something like that yeah but we had to implement an intervention to Mm -hmm. that behavior that fit like a smart goal Mm -hmm. um and like going through that sort of project and activity was super it was one really cool as like a class activity it's like one Mm -hmm. of my favorite projects i did in university um and it just like shed light to how much work it takes to actually change a behavior. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe we should create smart goals together. <laughs> I don't know if I have. Well, like I I I've been wanting to work out more, mm-hmm. um, which is not a smart goal, obviously. But I've been like working out. I worked out like four times this week, which is really good for me. So. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say this is like a New Year's resolution, but I just want to like work out more. Mm-hmm. So maybe yeah. maybe that can be a smart goal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. we can work on it together later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not against resolutions. I just like don't think they're for me. But like to those people who enjoy taking, um, like the effort in achieving a goal and like making resolutions, that's like awesome. Mm-hmm. but if you if you fail to reach them a lot of times maybe you should think about changing the ways in which you reach them yeah yeah although I do think it would be interesting to have like instead of having necessarily like just annual like resolutions of like oh it's a new year I'm gonna make a new thing what if like you had like for example like you and I could keep each other accountable and like mm-hmm. I don't know every like two months have like a check-in on our goals and like have like a goal meeting i don't know a goal meeting i guess i'm just thinking about how like it doesn't need to be like every year like you should be like if you're serious about like changing your behavior 
it's nice to like have someone to keep you a accountable and also be like check in frequently Mm -hmm. i don't know how to segue this so i'm just gonna talk about it oh i i wanted to say one more thing though oh yeah sorry i I did like oh yeah your research yeah yeah i did a bit of research i read this one article that was published recently Mm -hmm. um and they talked about how people who want to achieve like specific goals rather than vague goals are more likely to reach them Mm-hmm. Um, they, they found that basically like, even though the mo- motivation is there, it's not a personal failure if you don't reach your goal. It's just like the type of goal that you want to reach and the ways that you approach that goal can lead to failure. So I think to conclude, it's, it's like, if you don't reach a goal, I don't think you should take it as a personal failure of like, oh my gosh, I'm not good enough. Especially when you see people like, whether that be like on social media or like your friends reaching all these amazing goals. Like, it's not a personal failure. Like, maybe you should be taking into account how you can change the ways you go about reaching it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just thinking about how how we should probably make specific goals for our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we did um, at the beginning. We're like, oh, let's upload, like, every other week. Yeah. Which, which but is... was that uh, a smart goal? Was it uh, realistic? <laughs> <laughs> I think at the time it was because we had like so many backed up and now we don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I hope that next year all our goals are attainable and they can be reached because this year I feel like we all just fell apart. Yeah, I agree. Um, definitely been a lot of growing pains this year. Yeah, there that was been my a lot cheesy segue. <laughs> Um, yeah. So I had this like idea of like growing pains um, from like when we were kids and we were like growing taller and we like at least for me like I would get like these like kind of like shooting pains in like my shin. I actually wanted to talk and, about like, this because I never experienced growing pains. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know if it was like a myth or a real thing because like I never. I I mean we're like not that tall. I- <laughs> <laughs> I was, I'm not surprised I didn't. I mean, I had growing them. pains, but I, I had I was a tall kid. Like I think I started oh, growing really? taller, like pretty quick, like at a younger age. Like believe mm-hmm. it or not, I used to be in the back row of the school <gasps> class pictures wow. for like five years, and then everyone else started growing, and I stayed the same height forever. Oh, <laughs> and you had yeah. like leg pains from that. Hmm. And so this year, I was thinking about how there have been a lot of changes in my life, a lot of growing, and that was painful. Um, so mm. I thought it would be interesting to explore um, the growing pains that we've had in our lives this year, mm-hmm. um, because starting a podcast is like very exciting, mm-hmm. but I think we both underestimated how much work it was going to be, mm-hmm. and yeah. then having to like negotiate not negotiate just navigate a different yeah like we had to navigate very different waters than before yeah yeah I think for me it wasn't really a matter of time investment investment that was like the issue for me it was I mean we've talked about this before but it was like Mm -hmm. deciding you know what I wanted to put out into the world Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not to say that like thousands and thousands of people are going to be listening to this but you know, some things I like having to myself. So it was like mm-hmm. hard to um, decide what I wanted to say. 
and put out because you know my life has not been easy and even just like talking about things like relationships or like sex or whatever it's like Mm -hmm. I don't know if I want to talk about this publicly so Mm -hmm. having to let go of that and like also acknowledge that it's okay to you know have things to myself at the same time and like things I don't want to share um and talk about that with you was really hard (laughs) because I think for you it's like this has always been like this freeing experience (laughs) whereas for me I don't know if I can say the same thing Mm -hmm. I mean I do think that there are still some things that I want to talk about on the podcast but also I'm not sure if I'm ready to or ever will be Mm-hmm. Or things that like you would never talk about at all, right? So, yeah, and so I I do understand what you mean on like one spectrum of things, but I think, for example, mm-hmm. one of like the hard things for me to like initially kind of react to is when like I think it was the episode we did about like the history of like the vibrator and like that kind of stuff, um, and that like we you had a fun time talking about it when we were recording. Mm-hmm. And then when you listen back to the episode, we're stressed out. And, like, I I can understand it better now in hindsight. But at the Mm -hmm. moment, like, all I could feel was, like, disappointment. Because I was really proud of what, like, we had made Uh, together. And, like, I thought it sounded really good um, and interesting. So it was, I think, a different dynamic in terms of, like, when I say, like, navigating new waters for us, I think being able to, like, collaborate was Mm -hmm. new for us. Because, like, we've always been very, very close Mm-hmm. but it was always in the context of like a supportive friendship mm-hmm. we've never made anything together except for like that one french class video <laughs> you know what i mean like you haven't had yeah. to like work on something together well like i don't think it's yeah. a matter of working on anything together i think it's like what we're working on is so personal yeah and that, that's true you have too, to yeah. be so vulnerable mm-hmm. the nature of creating this and like talking and making a podcast was um you know to open up the floor about things that aren't easy to talk about yeah yeah exactly yeah so it's just ironic because we want that was our goal but i'm like (laughs) like, i don't know if i want to say this (laughs) yeah i mean i think that's totally fair though Mm -hmm. and i think it's been tough and we had like you know a couple heart to hearts now Mm -hmm. um because i think even though the whole idea of the podcast is like to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. there was like the couple days we were like or times where like we kind of kept our feelings to ourselves mm-hmm. um and it took like uh, like it wasn't a painful conversation per se but it was definitely like tense but it needed to be done and then we're mm-hmm. like better for it now mm-hmm. yeah 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 because yeah. yeah. we talked about it and we like addressed mm-hmm. it yeah i don't know friendships are hard yeah i guess i just want to reiterate my argument that friendships are as hard as dating <laughs> I was, yeah, I was going to talk yeah. about that too and how like yeah. people talk a lot about, you know, how to, how to save your relationship and like mm-hmm. how to make your partner happy and how to make yourself a better partner. But mm, there's like very little conversations that happen around the context of friendships when like very similar problems yeah. happen, yeah. right? And like yeah. we can easily just apply what people say about relationships to friendships, but no one really makes that connection. Mm-hmm. Because friendships are not held to the same standard as relationships are. They're more fleeting, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah, which is such a shame. Yeah, I think I yeah. think that it is a shame, too. 
I don't know if you read this book, but um, Big Friendships. Oh, you did recommend it to me, but I haven't read it yet. (laughs) Big Friendships, How We Keep Each Other Close. That's what it's called. Mm -hmm. And it's basically Mm -hmm. these two friends that were like very, very good friends. Um, And then they start to drift apart. And they basically talked about their journey navigating new waters. They also started a podcast, (laughs) which is funny. (laughs) Um, And like navigating new waters of like, you know, working in different states and like being away from each other. Um, and you know having partners and like having new lives that they didn't when they first met Mm -hmm. when they were in college so I don't know I think I think more books should be written about that and more conversations should Mm -hmm. be had about that because yeah friendships are so close to my heart and it it hurts that Mm -hmm. like it's not easy to talk about those kinds of things Mm -hmm. yeah I think when I first thought of the comparison I, it was very it was kind of like a joke almost um like I think I would joke about how like I found like making new friends um as hard as like dating mm-hmm. and I had made the comparison of like oh yeah because like you don't want to be like too creepy but you also want to <laughs> no, seem like that you don't care and you're like trying to make plans but you also want to like play it cool and yeah. like not be too needy <laughs> yeah. and like it's like very similar like a beginning a new friendship I feel like is very similar to like a new relationship it mm-hmm. was like my initial thought but then like the more you think about it the more like there's just parallels throughout right because at the end of the day it's just a relationship and it's just one's platonic one's romantic but they're still relationships and it's still you need to invest time and effort the same mm-hmm. way and mm-hmm. like misunderstandings can still happen and like jealousy mm-hmm. um yeah that was a very long-winded explanation that led to nothing (laughs) no no I I agree though I will say that it is easier to be vulnerable with like your romantic partner than it is with a friend sometimes because I think there is more of an expectation or it's more normalized to like talk about Mm. your feelings I guess like if you're upset if that makes sense like oh if, like if, if you're upset like with my partner person. yeah like if my partner did oh. something that like made me upset I feel like it's easier to talk to them about it than like with a friend sometimes because it's yeah yeah it's normal to like address things in relationships mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I I do agree with you and I think that as well as the idea that being friends with you for so many years it was like very easy and we mm-hmm. never really went through any like bumps it mm-hmm, all just very mm-hmm. it all felt really like natural and like it yeah. flowed really well yeah um and we never really had any problems yeah um so like having that foundation and then coming into this year and like having issues that we went through it wasn't easy to address them because of that like history but, Wait, like it was easy not or was needing... hard no it was, it was hard it was, oh, oh okay yeah <laughs> anyway um mm. yeah because we had so many years of like not needing to talk about that mm. kind of stuff because mm. it, we never really like went through any of that yeah we didn't have Whereas, any practice <laughs> we didn't. no we didn't yeah I don't know so it was it's it was difficult um yeah, for sure and not to say that you know it's not going to happen again but I think that we're more conscious of like our needs and like things that might bring about conflict within mm-hmm. like each other yeah um I mean, which is important I do think- that we're also more I mean I think it would still be hard but I because we again don't have a lot of practice with conflict in our friendship but Mm -hmm. I do think that it would be 
I hope a little bit easier the next time Mm -hmm. because we've already done it. Um, Mm -hmm. I think something that from uh, Dr. Brene Brown that I really liked is like how she kind of had like this, like you can start off your sentence by saying like, the story that I'm making up in my head is dot, dot, dot. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's a really easy way to like communicate kind of like thoughts that you like don't want to admit but that mm-hmm. it's important for the other person to know. Um, to use an example from before, like earlier on in the year when I was like telling you like, oh yeah, like the story that I'm making up in my head <laughs> is that you don't care about the podcast as much as I do. And it was like, it was an easy way for me to like say these feelings out loud without actually saying them out loud. Cause I'm like kind of like yeah. acknowledging already that it's like, I know that it's not exactly true, but I also like, yes. do kind of feel this, I don't know. No, it's no, like a non-judgmental like not the way. Blame on me. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like being aware of how you feel, but you knowing that's probably not how I feel. Yeah, yeah. Even though you feel that way. Yeah. So I feel yeah. like I, I really like that way of like approaching like. Yeah, and I, I think <laughs> often that's like, you know, we both have very anxious minds. <laughs> mm-hmm, often mm-hmm. that's how our minds work, and I, I think it's like validating for ourselves as well as the other person to like frame it that way. And it's mm-hmm, helpful in mm-hmm. that way. Um, mm-hmm. So you don't take it personally. And then, you know what, actually, you know how you're saying that no one talks about, like, friendships and stuff in the same way of, like, relationships? And it kind of made me think of, like, how, like, a lot of, like, magazines and, like, headlines will do things like, oh, like, 10 signs to know if your partner <laughs> is cheating on you. Or, like, five ways to, like, spice up your relationship. <laughs> you know, there should be, like, friendship hacks. <laughs> like, the same should we thing. Make a, should we make a magazine? <laughs> i i honestly think that like the thing like the statement of like the story that i'm making up in my head is blah 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 is like almost like a relationship hack because it's like Mm. a very Mm. simple and effective way Mm -hmm. and it Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know i will use that more yeah (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i think at the end of the day though it's like they should be treated as similar issues because like at Mm -hmm. If you boil, if we boil it down, it's just like conflict between two people. No matter what yeah, the yeah. nature of that relationship is, it's like we have an issue and like we mm-hmm. should address it somehow. Yeah, but I do think that friendships are harder though. I mm-hmm. guess because it's so ambiguous when mm-hmm. you're in like a romantic relationship. I think I've mentioned this before, but there's like more expectations, but it also makes it like clearer. Mm-hmm. Whereas like yeah. in a friendship, like you don't know like how much you should like it's so ambiguous like the expectations for each other that you have yeah exactly yeah yeah Yeah. um and I almost feel like for us it's easier because like we've been friends for so long that in some ways our relationship is very clear to each other if that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah whereas we know when a conflict happens it's like uh oh (laughs) this is not good yeah and it's like we know that we need to talk about it whereas like i have some friends where like i might feel a certain way but then i'm not sure if i should even bother bringing it up yeah because it's like is it worth it or like is it are we that close for it to be an issue like you know what i mean i do yeah yeah yeah. I think in addition to like growing pains within our friendship mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. year I've had a lot of like personal growing pains of accepting you know not only what's happening in the world but also just like trying to change myself um, mm-hmm. and the shortcomings that I've realized I have um, mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. one of those is like my tendency to be like a people pleaser and not say things when things annoy me 
Um, and I think that just like years of doing that and years of tolerating that has made me so intolerable to bullshit now that like oh. I like have yeah. a physical reaction to like people treating me like shit now. Mm. <laughs> and it's like, okay, mm. I really need to address this. Mm-hmm. So this year has been big for me because I've addressed a lot of things that I normally wouldn't address to people, which I'm mm-hmm. very proud of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm proud even of you though, too. Oh, thank you. Even though it, it is still hard for me to do that because I really despise conflict and confrontation, mm-hmm. I, I am proud of myself that I've like taken that step and uh, mm-hmm. I'm still trying to, you know, do better. So that was yeah. one of my personal growing pains that I'm still working towards. Yeah. Um, I think for me, there has been a lot of growing pains in general i mean i feel like i i'm always kind of struggling through life (laughs) as as Um, we all are yeah um but i do think that trying to find a balance within myself was hard because i tend i feel like i tend to fluctuate between like extremes of like i'll like like being like super happy and giddy almost like manic and then being like (laughs) depressed and like being vegetable for like several days um so yeah I I can't really say that it's something that I I'm still working on it um Mm -hmm. but I do think that 2020 brought interesting growing pains into like my romantic relationship Mm -hmm. um I mean I feel like we've talked for a long time now so I'll I'll make it short (laughs) um but I think that like long a long distance relationships are hard not that I'm in one but COVID made it feel like long distance because we couldn't see each other for quite a while and having to like realign expectations um and just what we needed from each other changed as well Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and it's sometimes hard to realize until like you take a break (laughs) yeah 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 i think the break was good for you guys Mm -hmm. the break was painful but also very needed Mm -hmm. and then we grew from it Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah 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 well i think here's a good place to stop yeah okay. i'm wishing everybody a safe and festive holiday yes and, <laughs> and, a, and a happy new year yeah mm-hmm. and we'll see you guys in season two yeah i hope everyone had a great holiday and hopefully next year is a little bit better for everyone but yeah this is the end of season one and we will be beginning season two next year sometime yes thank you everyone for listening it really means a lot to us yeah and supporting yes (laughs) okay bye